Welcome to Black Teachers Connect podcast, a podcast for all things education. Hi guys, welcome back to the BTC podcast. My name is Ria and I'm joined with my team members, Mary and Ashley. Um, the last time we spoke to you guys, we were waiting for an announcement from, was it from Gavin Williamson? Yeah, yeah. It's, yes. Yeah, we're waiting for the announcement. And that was when he was like, um, they were delaying reopening, right? But they just yeah. said it was yeah. for a week. Yeah. So that was that announcement. That announcement came on the, I'll have to, was it New Year's? Was it New Year's Eve? I don't know. I, I think it was sure. I thought it was New Year's Eve. I don't even know the days of the the dates, to be honest. I don't know. I think it was New Year's Eve. Yeah, it was New Year's Eve. It was the 31st. We're waiting for that announcement to come out. And then he said that, um, okay, schools will be going back in terms of like staggered starts. And then it was all of these things that primaries would remain open everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Only in some areas in London, where it, it turned out to be like all of the areas in London on the list. And that was the announcement on the 31st. And by the 4th, who wants to tell tell everyone what happened by the 4th of January? <laughs> Everything got shut down. Yeah. Apart from, apart from the key workers or critical workers. So those are the only children who are allowed to go into world primary schools. I'm not too sure. Is that the same for secondaries as well? Yeah. 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 But the rest of us got told to stay at home. Right. Yeah. So we are back. We are at home. Yeah. We're back in a situation from home. And um, I just think we couldn't have anticipated when we were recording that last episode that this is where we would be. Um, I just think that things in this part in in the UK specifically London because that's where most of us reside but I just think to myself things have really dramatically changed in the space of a few in the space of a few like a week like I yeah feel like, they have I feel like he literally went from saying schools will go back staggered start till to the government saying the NHS is basically on its knees I just need to understand how yeah. that happens. like I don't I don't get it Ugh. it's crazy what's going on um yeah, the hospitals are literally, um, as you said, on their knees. And yeah, everything has happened so quickly and so dramatically. Um, and I think at this stage, I was even speaking to some friends and I'm just saying, you know, just hoping that, that no one even needs to go outside of COVID. Obviously, we don't want no one to, to catch COVID. But outside of that, no one actually needing to go to hospitals because it's actually looking like we're at that stage where hospitals are turning people away. So everything has just gone crazy now. Um, and yeah, it's quite, it's quite concerning and obviously not being at school as well. Um, I'm sure most of us, I, I don't know if any of you have had to actually go in yet, but um, mm-hmm. working from home and doing online lessons, we know the, the joys of that, but yeah, just changing it up. And as you said, not really anticipating that. So with all of my, my classes, I've literally started with, I, I know this is not what we expected and this isn't how we thought we would enter the new year at school, but it, it's just that. Um, but yeah, it's just really crazy. And as I said, just gone, has changed so quickly and so dramatically. And so, yeah. It was so quick to the point where I'm just like, like, oh my gosh, because before, I don't, this might sound bad to some people on the pod, but I feel like before I felt like if I caught coronavirus, like between like August and October, 
at least I'd be able to go into hospital and get some type of treatment. Now it's like mm. if you catch it, you better hope that they that they have a bed for you, kind of thing. If it gets to that yeah. point, you it. And that's my yeah. big fear because it was like, okay, cool. Now the ventilators have kind of freed up. It means there's less people dying. And I think now the stats are really freaking me out. And I'm someone who will get anxiety very quickly. So when I see mm. statistics like 1,100 people dead, I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. pardon? Yeah. And I think yeah. it's interesting because in March, when I started seeing those statistics, I was like, I feel like I've become, I don't want to say I've become desensitized, but in March, I feel like it used to evoke real fear into me. At the moment, it's yeah. worrying, but it's not the same type of fear. And that's yeah. the one thing that I'm like, I'm interested, I'm kind of interested to know like what people's like feelings are about this lockdown. Like, how do you guys feel about the restrictions? Do you think that, are you taking them as seriously as you would have in March? Or do you kind of see it as kind of like up and down? You don't really know what you can do, what you can't do. Um, For me personally, I, I feel like we're, yeah, literally back out of March. And so it's, you know, not going anywhere type of thing unless you need to. And I think, think for me I'm taking it feels like I'm taking it more seriously because um the virus is getting closer and closer to home in March I barely knew anyone that had actually caught the virus but now more and more family members or friends well let's just say more friends for example that they are actually getting the virus and it's affecting um people that I know in different ways and so I'm seeing it as quite serious um and for me I'm just like okay to protect you know, my friends, my family, um, people that I live with, people that I don't live with, I actually just need to stay at home. And so I am taking it quite seriously. Um, I don't know, how are the rest of you feeling in terms of that? Um, I think definitely um, in regards to March and now, I think I did take it um, seriously in March. I did. However, I feel like I wasn't as anxious as how I am now. And I think now it's like, it's real. Like, I'm just like, sometimes I can't even like look at the news or in terms of social media, because like, for example, Ria, what you said about the sats and the deaths and about the hospitals and stuff like that, Mm. it literally gives me anxiety. And I think because it's close to home, I think in March, I don't know, like in March, I kind of thought, okay, this is going to be gone by now. Like it it wouldn't, I thought it would end in 2020. But the fact that we're nearly going into one whole year, one whole year of living like this, for me, it's just mind blowing. It's like, I don't even, to be honest, I don't even have the word. I, I don't even know what to say anymore. I'm just like, because obviously we, we, I was thinking, okay, I'm going back to work. Um, and obviously we're still like following like the social distancing and stuff like that. But I thought there was a little bit of not normality because I'm not going to say normality because what is happening right now is not normal, but some sense of what we are used to or the new norm. But now it's like, there's no new norm. It's like, I've had to adapt um I'm trying to build a routine teach from home live teaching and I'm just like I don't know if I'm coming or going to be honest I honestly and I'm just like the main thing that I'm very conscious of is my own health mental health and the well-being and mental health of my pupils because this is not normal for them as well so I'm just trying to make sure that 
I can do the best that I can and perform the best that I can in terms of home learning so that they can get some sense of like just um, that they can learn something out of this and that they're not going to miss these years or all these months and it's going to impact their education because I am just I'm just worried for them I'm so worried um it's it's absolutely it's crazy it's absolutely crazy I look it's what you just said about you thought this would be over in March I thought I'd still be able to get a group on in carnival in August what yeah this will be gone we'll be all right I haven't been in a club for almost a year I'm actually suffering from withdrawal symptoms at this point both of us I'm I feel like um I like I'm one person I I like to be able to be I'm quite I like to be free so I like to be able to go out do whatever I need to do but it's like now you you're not going nowhere Mary you are staying in your house I feel like I'm on 23 hour bang up or something because yeah literally (laughs) I'm on 23 hour and the only things I can go to my living room I can maybe go to my other room I can go to my bedroom and I can call family and that's one thing I am grateful for because my family have literally been checking in with me to just make sure that I'm holding it together and for me I'm like I need to hold it together because my for my pupils that's my main concern they are like the number one priority and I'm just like you know what I'm just going to make sure every live lesson that I do I do it to the best so that they can see that you know what even though we're not in the classroom my teacher is still there Mm. so yeah yeah Yeah. and I have a platform we have a thing that we use called class dojo and it means every day I'm communicating with my class like every day I wake up in the morning and it's funny because they're eight and nine but they'll send me messages that they'll wish me good morning they'll ask me when they need to log on they send me videos of them things that they're doing at home so we have that constant communication yeah and do you know what I'm so grateful that I have that and the parents the parents message me on the dojo and they said to me miss make sure you are taking care of you and if you need us we're here that's what the parents said and I thought that oh was that's really there. nice yeah man yeah yeah that's really nice and uplifting mm-hmm. I think that's the nice thing about primary school that it's definitely a bit more of a almost like a family feel um, I guess because the students are younger so the parents are definitely a bit more involved whereas when you get to secondary school and um I think like yourself, Ria, where we both teach um, sixth form, mm-hmm. there's more, as they grow older, there's more and more of a detachment from the parents and yeah. that connection, yeah, that connection that you probably will find in primary school just really isn't there unless the, unless the students aren't doing too well. And that's when you need to perhaps call them in for a meeting. But other than that, there really isn't much of a, a relationship sometimes. Um, and so that's really nice to hear. And yeah, I, I would love something like that. No, it's so encouraging. Like some of them will just send me, they'll draw pictures and they'll just send me a video and they're just like, hi, Miss. I just wanted to show you this, what I, I've done today. Or they'll send me anything. It could be anything. They'll just send things yeah. in to me. Um, we'll, I'll put up like, let's say different like um, riddles and stuff like that. And they'll just work through them. And it's just, it. and also I think my team, like the people that I have at work, I think having them as well, 
it's like it's a sense that you're not alone and I think even having our team as well has definitely helped because we can kind of like I know if I am feeling anxious or something I can kind of pull it in our group chat and be like how's everyone feeling how's your week going and you just know that it's yeah. not only you that's feeling like that because honestly I thought working at home I'm not even remote learning. I was like, yes, this is going to be good. I get to work at home. It's going to be, let me tell you something. When you need to be on the screen at nine, you need to be awake at nine. There's no one minute past nine. You need to be there at nine. And it's like, you are live. It's literally like, like you're on TV. Ultimately, because it's like your life and you can see the parents in the background. So there's no let's okay. take another run there's it's no so, take another so run. Much worse with primary yeah because I think primary the parents are much more interested in what is the teacher doing with you online yeah like in yes. that's the area, thing I feel like the kids are in their rooms and they're like doors shut and they're doing what they're doing but primary I think the pressure exactly. probably, yeah oh the pressure <laughs> think about their makeup <laughs> the over pressure. there <laughs> yeah know, yeah literally I was even I was even thinking the other day I was like oh my gosh I have to straighten my weave I was like oh if only I could turn up with a headscarf but then I was thinking yeah that's <laughs> ghetto Mary no headscarf <laughs> yeah see that's the thing I I would um, I know that the parents are definitely a lot more involved because I've got a few friends who have children that are in primary school and they've been recording some of what's been going what's been going on yeah all like, the sessions are recorded what, yeah so you can hear what the the teacher is getting up to and they're you know obviously they have to monitor their children a lot more whereas yeah I feel like the pressure is less when you've got secondary school students that they are probably either going on, on teams via their phone their ipad doing their own thing um and yeah so th- there must be a lot of pressure but um how, how are you actually finding delivering lessons um is it are you finding it okay or would you prefer um, to be back to in be, school now or is I it would for now okay prefer because um obviously you have your you can tailor you tailor your lessons in order to meet the needs of each child now child a and child b they're going to learn differently so the aids that i would use for child b i may not necessarily have them available because it's like it's for everyone the um in terms of the live lesson the only thing that afterwards maybe some of the worksheets or other things like that may be differentiated and it's like now I'm just trying to get my head around the whole life teaching because ultimately what I am going to start doing is having breakout rooms so once I've delivered the lesson in the afternoon I'm going to get the children or the parents to traffic light so green being that I understood yellow means mm, I get it and then red, I don't have a clue what you're talking about, miss. And those children, then I'll have a breakout room with them in the afternoon. And then I'll go over the lesson with them. But then all of that as well is a lot for me. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Some days I have been overwhelmed. Honestly, like my family have literally, like my cousins have literally had to check in with me to make sure that I'm holding it together because some days it's overwhelming because you have to deliver the lesson put the work on online mark the work and it's like some days you don't it's just yeah and obviously when they're in primary it's not their fault because they're more needy so you do need to support them whereas if I was in the classroom I could just work with a smaller group or take them out and the majority of the class can just get on with it independently so yeah but I'm just trying to make the most out of the situation that we are in 
that's what I'm trying to do because as Ria you quoted teaching in a pandemic is not easy nope. it ain't easy this is not easy but all we can do is push through and my favorite thing is we move so that's yeah we move and I'm literally have built myself a routine I've had to put together um a timetable for the week in terms of times that I'm going to get up times that I'm going to have lunch like literally I have had to be hardcore because if not I'm gonna I'm all over the place um honestly listen the first day we were off I um I think I woke up at like 7 30 something to 8 I was like what <laughs> I'm normally up at about 6 or something to 6 and I'm thinking to myself like this is crazy and since that one yeah. day because we were off over Christmas and I'd already lost my sleeping pattern I haven't I can't get up at 6 again if I told you guys waking up at 6 a.m is, is I would someone would literally have to physically drag me out of my bed and I'm determined mm. to get my contract from tomorrow but when I'm telling you, you, I need a routine. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Yep. yep. I think that's the best thing that I would advise. I'm the same. My sleeping pattern is I will be awake at three and three. I'll go to bed at like 10. I'm awake until three at four. Then I decide to fall asleep. I need to be up at 6 30. So when I'm up, yeah, I'm just crazy. I can't even and then I find myself falling asleep at lunchtime. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, no, you can't even sleep because you need to get up and you've got kids to teach. So I'm just like, I've had to literally like get myself into a good routine. And I think that's mm. the best advice that I would give to any teacher out there. Anyway, anyone in education system that they you have to build a routine because if you do not you will struggle and another thing I think that people need to we need to be bigged up more anyone that works in education because honestly I feel that we play a pivotal role in society in um, raising the young people and children of the next generation because we are literally trying our best to make sure they still get a good education. Mm -hmm. And I feel sometimes that we are not seen as, we are not respected enough, if you know what I mean. That's one thing Mm -hmm. that has been playing on me this week. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's one of the things we were even discussing in the last podcast. And I think when you uh, get back into a situation like what we're in now, then you perhaps feel it even more um so the yeah so the difficulties in getting into a routine the increased workload because now I mean for for me I normally have my lessons planned quite early on um and generally speaking my lessons are are planned and then I tweak them um from from year to year um but now you have to make your lessons um sort of teams or um google class so making sure that yeah, that they are interactive enough. And sometimes just the, the worry that you're thinking, actually, I've just delivered this lesson. Was it, was it a, an interactive lesson enough? Was, it, was there something else I could have done to make sure that, you know, they were all engaged? And, you know, just it's so funny because um, obviously coming back and some of the teething issues of using um, Teams, such yeah. as um, when I, I started a lesson and you, so normally I let the, I start the lesson and then I wait a couple of minutes just to, to make sure that everyone is in the lesson. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I let them know that, okay, guys, we've started, um, I'm here and everything. Just wait for um, everyone to, to join us as um, I'd admit more and more students into the class. There's an activity to get done while we're waiting. La, 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 la. I said this, spent about two minutes talking 
and realised that my mic was on mute. And I was just like, what a waste of energy, what a waste of time. <laughs> they're probably thinking, literally, that, oh, like these little random things. And they're probably thinking, where is this teacher? And they're just, you know, just random things. My mic is on mute. Another time I told a, um, a student to talk. And I was like, I'm really sorry, I can't hear you. I don't know if there's a, a problem with your computer, but my, my, my speakers were on mute. And I was just like, oh. So they're all probably thinking, I'm just all, I'm just keep on going on. I really can't hear you. I really can't hear you. And the whole class can probably hear this student. And I'm just like, what's going on? And then I realized that my computer is on mute as well. So just random teething issues and yep. just getting this used to it. the software. Um, yep. But, you know, it's all all in good faith. And you know what, by the by the time, in, in a couple of weeks, I'm sure we'll all get um, used to it. We will more. be but, with, um, yeah. We'll yeah. Be Does anybody find exactly. anything... Yeah, it will definitely be uh, much better. But I was just wondering, is there anything that we actually like about this remote learning? So I know there's definitely some of the issues and trust me, I would prefer to be in the class. But is there anything that maybe is quite good about the remote learning? I think one thing it's taught me is that as a teacher, you need to be flexible. You need to be able to adapt. Like this, I think, has definitely, we're making history right now. And I think as a teacher, you will learn so much during this time. And I think it is helping me to become more resilient Mm. and to also learn to think on the spot. Because, for example, if you do have technical issues, you need to have a plan B. And sometimes when we're in the classroom, it's kind of easier to be able to adapt and to, let's say, do something else if you had a technical issue. But now it's like you're having to think on your feet. And although at times it does, it can be quite daunting, I do feel that it's helping me to become more resilient and it's helping me to become more creative as well. I would say I am a creative person. However, um, it's allowing me to use my creativity, like little things that I've planned, like I'm going to do a live PE lesson with my class. It's gonna have music, like maybe Mr. Motivator or stuff like that. And it's things like that and like um, having a whiteboard at home. So it's just allowing me to bring more of me if you know what I mean, into the lesson as well. And I'm quite um, a dramatic person. So sometimes I've always kind of pushed that side of me away. But I remember when I was doing my um, training to teach and um, my mentor was telling me like, never leave that part of Mary out of the classroom. Like that's the Mary you need to bring into the classroom. And now the live teaching is enabling me to bring that back into the classroom. Because at the end of the day, I feel like, in secondary I thought it's much more easier maybe to get them to engage but in primary school like you really need their attention and children can lose attention quite quickly so it's like having those little things and bringing those things into the classroom that will keep them engaged and keep them willing to learn so finding other ways of getting my class to learn so I think for me that's a pro definitely well, I can't, I don't know if I'm like, you know what? I'm definitely learning things about myself, my practice. Um, I'm learning things about my class. I think I'm learning things about myself. I'm learning things about my class. I definitely learning, like some of my class definitely engage a little bit more in lessons than others. Um, but I think with some of my groups, because I, I teach predominantly year 11, 12 and 13, it's hard for me, like I'm year 10 in a sense that keeping them motivated is getting hard like some of my students have withdrawn so much and I think 
they don't understand that this government is not clear. There might still be exams, mm. and we'll get onto exams a little bit later. But um, for me, there's something remote learning is okay. But the neck pain I've been having, guys, I don't want to just complain, but please, your eyes, the yep. desk chair I have is not doing it for me. I'm having to go. I need to after this recording. I'm going to look on IKEA to try and pick up a desk chair. Like, I don't feel good in myself in a sense of I'm in my room teaching from my room all day because my mum is working from home as well. And she's been working from home for a year, almost. Like, I don't think people understand. Some people have been working home for a, working from home for a whole year in March. And she's got a proper desk chair, but I need to invest in one. And I just can't continue to, I don't know, just sitting at my desk all day is too much. Like, my Apple Watch will tell me, like, stand, you need to stand now. And I'll just be like, oh my gosh. Like, I went from doing 10,000 steps a day to doing 100 at home. Like, imagine. Yeah. Imagine That's... doing 10,000 steps at work. And when you, get, when you come home now, I'm at home, working from home, I'm doing 100 steps a day. That's decreased by, oh my gosh. It's too much. It's way too much. But if it's for our safety, then, I mean... Benefit, yeah. we have to follow yeah I feel like this time around I'm definitely trying to I am following in terms of guidelines and rules and stuff yeah but one thing I am making sure I do well as much as I can is have at least one hour of exercise I think that's my saving grace because mm-hmm. that is just helping me because the days that I haven't exercised I have felt it like I've literally like felt it and another thing I was saying I've just been eating all the food in my house. I've literally cleared out my cupboards. Oh. That's not a good thing. That's the bad thing about being at home. I just find myself, I've just eaten all the food. I said to my mum, I was like, I've cleared everything. And she was like, in one, I was like, yeah. I was like, being at home, this is what it does. Because I was like, there's nothing else to do. I'm yep. just teaching online and then eating while I can. Yeah, it's actually true. Yeah, so I'm just trying to now make sure that I incorporate my exercise so the one hour and then that means I'm just outside I can get the fresh air I can listen to some good music and then I can come in and I'm like yeah I can conquer the day and I think it's very important especially our mental health as well our well-being is number one happy teacher happy class if the teacher oh, is yeah. right mate I don't know what to say because you the kids need or the um, students need us to be all right yeah. so where ultimately we are getting them through the pandemic we are mm. we are whether you're at school whether you're at home they are the I've had parents message me oh um my child is looking forward to the live lesson tomorrow they're so excited they wow. were like Mitch, what should I wear they asked me what to wear. Oh, <laughs> your students seem so lovely. They make my day. They make my. They'll be like, Miss, what should I said? Wear whatever you want. I said, if you want to come in your onesie, I said, wear your onesie. Oh. Some of them turned up in their school uniform, and I was like, oh my gosh, That's that so is so sweet. sweet. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So it's but you can tell that they're looking forward to being able to interact and you know and even they were like misses at least if we do maths like we're looking they're looking forward to it so for me as well that also gives me the oomph that I need as well yeah it's definitely I would I would definitely say the young year group so like my form group is year eight yeah as soon as I sent out the team's invites for month because every single day now we're having registration in the morning 
from mm-hmm. 8 to okay. 25 and then we have tutor time every single day from 110 to 125 and I'm reading okay. them during tutor time but my, as soon as I sent out the team's invites I got like emails oh miss like um what time did it do and this is they were so excited you see if I say the same invite to my year 11 <laughs> Oh my gosh. They'd be like, okay, we don't, we don't. Yeah. Online learning for the younger year groups. I would say for primary up to year eight, possibly year nine, is definitely extremely significant. But I would say the rest of the year groups, um, to me, they need, and my school's implementing this anyway. 15 minute introduction on teams and set them off on an independent task, be it extended writing. Um, something something research based but you can't talk for the whole 50 minutes and one thing I've noticed is that the uh, younger year groups engage a little bit more than the older ones my fit form are okay but again because they know the exam situation they're still still withdrawing a little bit but yeah 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 that's what our school is doing as well so we have to do sort of 20 minute lessons and then set them off um, to do their own work um, I can't say that for all my lessons I've done that to be honest um, because um, well where I teach economics some of the you know some of the parts of the course can be quite technical and mm-hmm. um, there are calculations there are diagrams and graphs and I find that having someone walk and exp- like walk through the diagrams and speak about the diagrams um, is, a, is quite helpful so mm-hmm. I, I get a bit weary of leaving them to do it because I wonder if they are really understanding it and if they need a bit more um, guidance but I, that's probably something that I also need to learn in terms of finding the right and that mm-hmm. um ensured that yeah they they effectively learn the content yeah that's definitely yeah, something. Yeah. I'm even going to probably do a little bit of CPD tonight just because I I'm a perfectionist so I'm trying to just utilize and exhaust every avenue I can in regards to teams um in terms of assessment I know that you can do like a teams form that they can basically fill in as a form of assessment I'm just trying to look into all of these different these different avenues um so yeah definitely yeah increase increase my cpd and just en- engage my students a lot more so yeah remote learning is definitely uh, something we will probably have to have a whole podcast about once we speak to the whole team what is your school's expectations of you though what are they looking like so what has your school said to you specifically because I think it's very different across the country the government has outlined that all students I think it's in key stage three and four should have at least three to five hours of online learning and I've already said from the start staring at a screen for five hours is dangerous mm-hmm. <laughs> it's ridiculous it is absolutely no no, but my school they've said like um I think from lower key stage two so my key stage I think it's like three to four hours but what we have said is that for example I have a reading lesson in the morning so it's for one hour so I may teach input um, maybe from nine to nine thirty then from nine thirty to ten they go off and complete the work Mm. so I'm not actually on the screen for three hours straight Mm -hmm. so it's like maybe half an hour input half an hour they do the work and then splitting it up like we're doing a spelling activity that's 15 minutes I'm going to do arithmetic with them they will do it I'm just going to put the answers on the screen mm-hmm. and then it's taking a break so that's how we've done it so my school actually don't expect us to sit there for four hours and so it's like broken up and then in the afternoon it's like um a foundation subject but that is what I post online and I'm not going to 
go online to be honest I'm not going to teach I'll literally post the work tell them what to do and then they can go off and complete it mm-hmm. yeah um okay what's your school like that's it so um, for the students, their timetable, well, their day reflects their typical timetable if they were in school and if they had face-to-face sessions. Um, and so uh, they would literally have five lessons a day, um, but then they would have break time where they would normally have it and lunch time where they would normally have lunch. Um, but yeah, the expectations are just, as I said, having those 20 minute session, well, having, for the one hour, starting off with a 20 minute um, piece of theory, setting them off for an activity for the remainder of the hour. Um, and then we set work on our online learning platform mm. so, um, so that we can set work like homework or quizzes. Um, and for me, I do things like um, I get them to take pictures of the work that they have done and upload it onto our online Um, learning platform so that I can actually see that they're doing the work Um, and my thing is if I don't get the work if I if I don't see it's uploaded I'm contacting home um, because it's so easy for them just to be like okay yep you know they're present in the lesson but have they actually done anything is there any evidence of the work that they've done Um, so yeah that's pretty much the expectation so the live lessons and then you know setting homework or assessments or um, yeah, pieces of work that they can upload onto our online learning platform. I'm convinced that some of my students actually just join the join the meeting, put them put the meeting, the like on, they join it on their phone, dash their phone in a corner, yeah. and they're watching Netflix. I swear because probably. as soon as I say, yeah, um, all right, guys, lesson done. You see, <laughs> you know when people exit, <laughs> and it says, um, Lucy has left the conversation. And boom, gone. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, you've left very quickly. Then you'll have students. That's all they like, needed. Are you gone. not recording? Um, because with the dojo, um, they have to send me their work, so they have to upload it. So each child has a um portfolio, mm-hmm. so they have to upload the work. Every piece of work I give them, I send the parents my slides as well. I've sent them a timetable. They know what they're doing, and then they have to send me their work every day and then I can check who has completed the work for the day mm. yeah no we, we don't have to do that but no we I, have I, to and I these think... are eight and nine year olds and they do it themselves so have we got any tips or tricks up your sleeves for remote learning um I personally me I'm finding it I need the tips so you guys can give me the tips to be honest um tips I'll give you two first tip organize organization make sure you're organized make sure you have a timetable all your resources and your laptop is set up and ready at least I would say 20 minutes before the lesson even half an hour before the lesson and the second one would be to take breaks when necessary and even though you're working at home still remember that you need to take breaks I don't know maybe walk up and down the house go to a different room um that's yeah that's what I would give my tips that I would give okay and for me I would say and this tip actually goes out to myself um interestingly (laughs) enough and that would be get to know your um the platform that you're using so whether it's teams or google classroom um and I say that because I think there are quite a few tricks that can be used on these um platforms that can actually make 
the remote learning a bit more effective. So um, I recently learned on Teams about the breakout rooms and I tested it out on one of my classes and it seemed to work quite nicely. So once you know some of the, the tricks and the features of the, the software, um, mm -hmm. then it, you can try and incorporate that into your lessons to make it a bit more effective, perhaps a bit more interactive. So um, yeah, so and I think um, just jumping online, so with Teams, which is what I use. Um, mm -hmm. If you go on the Microsoft um, website um, and they literally have tips on for, for Teams. And also I'm sure perhaps schools have probably provided handbooks on how to use the, the software. Mm -hmm. So I would say definitely have a read through it because sometimes it can be quite easy to be um, quite busy and not actually read through some of the, the things that might get sent out, especially now there's loads of things coming through the inbox. But yeah, just getting to know the, the software, um, picking up tips from other teachers and yeah, and maybe sharing some of your, um, your tips and your tricks. Um, but yeah, that, that's my main tip. Yeah, I definitely, I'm, I definitely need to get my head around teams a little bit more, even though I got my head around it over the, in the last pan, oh, last pandemic, in the last wave of the pandemic, <laughs> I just, I was yeah. like, last pandemic, I was going to say, girl, it's the same pandemic, what are you it's talking about? It's the same pandemic. It's the same one. <laughs> like, Who really? Oh, really? Who would have thought? I was, same I was pandemic. okay with, um, with using teams but at a basic level and I feel like in March yeah. I don't know about you but in March when the school and school closed it was a very it was very much all over the place because some schools yeah. were anticipating that it was going to close some schools were not so initially we didn't really have that many live lessons it was a bit all over the no, place yeah it was more yeah, skilled yeah. like that's what I was saying to people like the first week it was, was yeah. like oh my gosh half terms like early like we can kick back for a hot minute and yeah this time it's like <laughs> business as usual we're teaching online, yeah. full timetable from did it. And I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh, here we go. So yeah. it's just about getting myself like really prepared. And as Mary said, being organized. And I'm definitely just going to spend some time this evening making sure I'm organized, just waking up earlier. Like, please, I don't even want to talk too much about what I was doing last week, but in case my employer listens to this, because huh, your girl was waking <laughs> up at 8.15. My lesson starts at 8.50. You know, you understand? 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to keep quiet as well. Let's just Listen, say, I, yeah. my body is feeling it. And I'm just saying to myself, next week, I'm on it. So I really just want to take some time out to really just make the experience good for my students. Because I just think to myself, you know, they've been robbed of a time that is supposed to be, to me, special. You know, my year 11 experience was was. It was good, you know, with my friends and stuff and enjoying and I'm yeah. here to that last time before you go off to university and you know you become that real independent adult and they be they're being robbed of their time. They are really yeah. being robbed of their time. So I want to give them the best experience possible. But you know, there is only so much you can do, I guess, to an extent online. But um yeah. That's I'd the thing. And I was even thinking, because um, I've got a PGC student, well, sorry, our department has a PGC student, mm -hmm. and um, I'm uh, sort of in the lessons um, as I would normally be if we had, if we were physically in there, mm -hmm. and um, uh, just as I was in there, and I was like, oh my good, goodness, not not anything against the, the student teacher, but I was just thinking, oh my goodness, if this was actually me, that I had to do this five times a day, sit behind a computer, watching a lesson online I'd find this really difficult mm -hmm. 
I'd find it really difficult because you are basically just listening to someone behind the screen. You can't see them, you can't interact with the um, other students. That, that social interaction with the other students isn't there. And as you're saying, Ria, it's actually a, like they've been robbed of the, the experiences that we all had mm -hmm. um, a few years ago. Um, mm -hmm. Not that long ago, because obviously we're all still young and everything. Still young. As some of my kids tell their parents, I'm 17, so I'm still young. Oh. <laughs> that is hilarious. Children are a bit crazy. You know? Oh, don't worry. You get all of it. I've been told I'm 60, 17. Oh, wow. Every, yeah, reception will That's tell me I'm six years old. Yeah, oh. you get all wow. the ages. Trust me. Wow. But that's the thing about teaching, especially when you're a young teacher. I find that they're always so interested in your life. So they want to, they want to know how old you are, if mm -hmm. you're in a relationship. And I'm like, guys, this is my personal life. So do you know that's the so... reason I don't have my camera on as well? It's like, do you guys turn your yeah, camera on? Yeah, yeah, I never have my camera on. I don't turn my camera on. And um, I was reading through my school's guidance yesterday and it didn't say anything about having your camera on. It just said I had your PowerPoint displayed. But my thing is, I don't want my camera on. I don't want them to see where I, I don't want them to see my living space because it's personal to me. Yeah, it is personal. Yeah. Well, it I is. wish I had that choice. I have to have my my class has seen my entire living room. I don't have the choice. So yeah, I have yeah. to because I'm I have luckily enough, I do have a whiteboard in my house. So okay. I've been able to use, so I'm using that. So I'm using the slides, I'm sharing them with the slides with them, but I'm also using the whiteboard as well. When we're doing like working out questions or doing mind mapping, I'm using the whiteboard. So it's like, you can just see, they all want to look and see what they can see through the camera. So funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That yeah. sounds nice. That actually sounds quite nice. Yeah, I'm just trying, literally, I've literally had to adapt this week I was just like am I am I in a film that's literally what I had to ask myself I was like this is a movie and I was like to be honest I'm kind of ready to wake up but then I was like nope this is the new it's the new norm it's the reality it's crazy so, it is it is and what you said about someone training I could not imagine training to teach during a, pan a pandemic I couldn't do it yeah it's it. crazy it's actually I, I feel quite I feel quite um bad in the sense that um she must find it such an a, a weird experience um and yeah like the like the students not really experiencing what it should be like mm -hmm. um and so yeah it's it's just all weird everything is really weird about this situation in so many different ways but yeah definitely crazy at the moment um but we've even got more. We, we're doing remote learning, but for those of us, even for you, Mary, your SATs are cancelled. Um, you know, we've got GCSE cancelled, A-levels cancelled, and how do you... And also, oh. they've also introduced um, in year four, it's like a statutory requirement that they have to do like a times table test. And I think last year was supposed to be the first year that they were supposed to sit it. That didn't happen. So it, they just introduced it last year. And now this year, they're not going to do it. Well, I don't think they're going to do it. So, and even, I, to be honest, I think it's unfair for children or even pupils um, like to be tested um, because I feel like they're not 
getting the same learning or the same input that they would have got as other children in previous years and I think it's unfair because some of them you can't they do kind of have to teach themselves Mm, and all of them they all learn differently and I think it's unfair and the pressure and the um what we the pressure that is being put on them it's it will be overwhelming I had a child telling me I am overwhelmed and I felt so bad because I just had to check in with them and say why are you overwhelmed and then they were able to tell me they were just saying the fact that they're having to um do all the work and then access the team's platform and everything because it's the new it's new to them so they were feeling overwhelmed so I just for me I just felt that we need to make it as easy for them as possible but also still ensure that they are getting a good education if you know yeah yeah it's like someone saying yep um okay the first week you guys get back after um the pandemic we're going to do an Ofsted we'll be like what I wouldn't be surprised (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised I would not be surprised (laughs) you'll see me I'll yeah that's I'll be done they should really rest in this pandemic do you think they may like sneak into not sneak in but like going to online teaching just to see Gavin Williamson stood up in the House of Commons and said if you feel as though your child's online learning is not good enough then you can report the 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 school to Ofsted I think to myself when I heard that I just thought to myself how (laughs) we are in a pandemic what does Gavin Williamson do why don't you take one of my lessons and teach online do you know what I mean? Instead of him to be worrying about providing children with the broadband to actually log log on, <laughs> yeah, he's concerned about the, the quality of teaching online. This is the first teachers weren't introduced to online teaching before March this year. Yeah, before yeah. March this year, and the government instead of the government actually implementing real measures and giving the teachers a platform in this country in order to really teach successfully online and really honing it on a good home learning. Um, equipment all of that a home learning platform instead the government was dilly-dallying talking about returning to school and look at where we're at now but if the last six months was dedicated to really developing our home learning program I'm telling you it would have been fine but some schools Mm. haven't even thought about home learning in a past some schools are not even teaching online they're literally just posting I know of five schools at least that are, they just post the work daily and the children just have oh, to get really? on with it. Yeah, but wow. I thought that it was a requirement that all schools needed to put, um, to deliver online learning. But we fi- I found out that it's not, and the thing is, it's not even like all the schools are in South London. These are schools that are in West London as well. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. I don't understand because I know my school, we're doing what we can to like, you have to teach online and um, SLT, they do pop into the... Um, lessons as well so they do pop in and i think mm. we're like waiting. Having... you'll be waiting in my lobby don't pop in <laughs> you'll be waiting in the lobby so you can wait in the waiting room honey you won't be allowed in here i'm so sorry oh that is hilarious <laughs> oh yeah slt they pop in but i think one thing is that they were saying like obviously it's teething problems and it's the beginning and i think for me it's more the fact that I know I'm on camera, like there's, you know, parents are watching as well. Mm. So you just want to make sure that you're 
teaching like it's effective and you don't want to be like the parents to be like oh my gosh like what is this woman doing do you know what I mean so I think it's what they're thinking as well sometimes but I think what you said about the forms we're going to use the forms as well to see how well the sessions are going but we're having like weekly um meetings in terms of staff meetings to see what went well and Mm -hmm. what like in terms of our practice but there's just so much to fit in and I feel like in one day so some last week I just felt overloaded like Mm. yeah 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 you know what it seems like as a primary school teacher there seems to be there's definitely a different type of pressure I'm not saying it's um, easier or harder but definitely a different type of pressure from from what I'm hearing Um, and so yeah it's I guess yeah everyone's going through it in a different type of way but hopefully um, you know not much longer to to go with this because I think the consensus amongst um, all teachers is that we'd like to be in school yeah like I to be in school, but what are the conditions going to be for that because my thing is do you think we'll be in school by February half term I sincerely doubt that I'm I yeah I, I honestly don't think that will be the case yeah uh, one of my um cousins, she said to me she thinks for the whole year, and I was just God forbid, God <laughs> for the whole year. Oh no, honey, I can't deal with that. I hope not. I yeah, really, but I really like even not. yeah with me. I'm just trying to like for me. I'm trying to be adaptable. I'm like literally. I've prepared. I have plan A means like going with the remote learning and plan b means going back to work i'm just making sure that i've prepared myself for either um scenario just because i don't want to give myself any shocks or um just mm-hmm. overwhelm myself but one thing that was good that my school did like even the timetable slt made the timetable for us so yeah. we just then met with our like partner teacher and then we've just put in the different things but SLT they have they made the timetable and I think for me that was a good thing that they did that because it gave us more structure and then even like our um, middle like line managers gave us a breakdown of what they do each day so things like getting up having breakfast exercise like they literally sent us an example so just to make sure that we are because my school we do like care about like well-being as well Mm -hmm. so just to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves as well yeah definitely from tomorrow I really just want to wake up early and I want to exercise and I just want to hold myself accountable like that's just something I want in place wake up yeah don't worry I'll 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 message you in the group chat I'll be like what time did you get up please hold me accountable yeah yeah and just even like just to meditate just to mentally just get your mind set Mm -hmm. and focus and that's kind of yeah just for the week just even for the day I'm taking it day by not even week but I'm taking it day by day even probably hour by hour to be Mm -hmm. honest because yeah (laughs) (laughs) anything can happen my microphone may stop working internet may cut off anything goes so it's literally hour by hour and also parents that don't have access to laptops I've had parents email me and say miss I have four kids one laptop what am I gonna do wow. and I'm just I yeah, don't know I'm thinking, I'm, yeah I'm like what do what? they do this is it so the good thing I record all my sessions so my um head teachers asked us to record it and it goes into the team's chat so if they're unable to access it during the live lesson they can always go back and watch the lesson whatever time 
So maybe later on when they do have access. So I think we're trying our best just to adapt and to meet their needs as well. But I feel like what if you have one that's in the secondary, one in the sixth form and the two in the primary? The secondary, I'm sure they will need the laptops yeah. more than do you know what I mean so then it's well, like what happened you know what? The, the good thing about secondary is that secondary six forms that they're likely to have their own phones and so mm-hmm. they can use so they can access so as I said that we use teams and so, so um we've just encouraged students to download the app and they can view the lesson I think pretty effectively on teams mm-hmm. um especially if the structure is having 20 minutes of theory and then going off to do your own thing. So I think it covers it for the secondary school students, but if you're a primary school, if you've got a number of children that are in primary school, I mean, the odds of them having a mobile phone, I mean, in this day and age, they probably do, but <laughs> let's just- no, they that, probably have iPhones, iPhone 12 Pro Max. Trust me, if, literally, iPhones and all of these gadgets are are basically toys now. So if these kids aren't getting it for Christmas, then they haven't had a Christmas, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but in the worst case scenario that they haven't um, got those devices, I think that's when it becomes a bit problematic. But yeah, with with the with the day and age that we're in, where people have phones and iPads as well as laptops, it helps a little bit. But mm-hmm. I, I mean, is there no resistance that in terms of the free laptops that they're offering? I, I don't know if that yeah. needs well, to be the pushed, government, that information. The government have um, issued, I think from the 7th um, of January, it was said that we were able, like schools were able to apply for the laptops. However, a school, our schools only allocated 24 laptops 24 laptops so you can only imagine you can only imagine so it's ridiculous absolutely that's from nursery because we have to do online teaching for nursery all the way up to year six 24 laptops and my school's a two-form entry school so and there's an average of like let's say about 29 to 30 pupils per class Mm -hmm. so yeah that's it's just nuts. It's crazy, and I don't know. And I don't know what we're supposed to do sometimes when the students can't access it. But me as well, it's another thing where it's like, okay, they can't access it, I and mean, it's another layer of admin that you have to deal with because you have, you have to, to email them, them the parents' yeah. slides and the lesson. That's the that's thing. What happens. Yeah, and that's the whole thing. What I said about being adaptable and being flexible because you have to have that flexibility. Like I kind of like I'm preparing myself for okay, if a parent's like I can't access it, I don't have a printer. I'm like okay, Mary, you need to prepare yourself to email the parents the slides and email them the um, resources that they need. And although sometimes it does feel like, oh my gosh, I'm doubling up. I'm trying to remember at the end of the day, it's all about the pupils. It's all about the students. And when I think like that, I'm just like, you know what, I'm going to do what I need to do. And that's it. I'm just, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Obviously at times it is going to be a lot because then it's like, okay, how many, if it's one or two, it's fine. But what if it's like six or seven? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. yeah. But I think by now fit in the admin time. Mm. Yeah. But do you um ha- do you have one class, right? Or is it both classes? <laughs> oh, so you have two classes that you teach for the whole how do how, how does yours work out? So um so we have the key workers, 
So in year four, we have about, I think, 58 children or 57 children. So of the 57, I think 17 are like going in, like let's say the key workers or the critical workers and the others are, I'm teaching them online. The live teaching okay. is on me. Yeah. Okay. So, so I but do you to, teach them at the same time, even though it's two classes, all right? All of them at the same time. But okay. then I have yeah. to go in, check their work, mark the work for all of those children. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow, this is crazy. Because <laughs> I, I, was, I was just saying, because I, I guess the good, not the good thing, but ideally uh, in the first week or two, you would have an idea of the students that don't have access to the to the necessary you know services or to, let's say to the internet or to uh, a laptop so I guess hopefully it, it shouldn't I hope it doesn't have to change over time mm-hmm. um, that it makes it more and more difficult so maybe you know four parents have contacted you saying okay the access to a printer or this is difficult and so at least hopefully it's a set number for you rather than it having to change over yeah and to be and honest weeks. And to be honest, I do feel the parents, like one thing I'm always so grateful for, like my parents are always on side. So the parents, like, even if they don't have access, they don't have a printer. I've had a mum, she has literally copied out the worksheet for her daughter. So like handwritten everything. And for me, I'm just like, you know what, this mum really does care about her daughter's education. And the parents are also being flexible and they're adapting and doing what they can as well. So... Yeah, that's a good thing. But it's true when you do like with me in terms of numbers that do need the extra support, it's not really high. So the admin, it's more being able to go back because sometimes when it's online, you can't really see the work clearly sometimes. So it's like you're because you want to be able to make sure that the child has understood what they're what you've taught them. So you do that when you receive the work back from them. But sometimes if the work is not clear, then it's like, well, I can't really see what you've done. So then it's like you're Mm. asking them to send another picture of the work or to email it in. Yeah. This is crazy. I feel like I'm living (laughs) in a twilight zone. You guys are... I'm literally thinking about tomorrow morning, like, oh, my gosh, here we go. I have mainly sick form tomorrow, which is actually a benefit for me. Um, Yeah, Yeah, likewise. Likewise. Definitely... It's too much, and you know, I don't even know what I'm working towards. Criminology is um, a diploma course, so you know, they just kept said that BTEC will be going ahead, and I'm still preparing my students to sit their controlled assessment. And I'm saying, like, wow. how can I prepare them to sit a controlled assessment when I can't even do like a mock controlled assessment in school? Like, someone yeah. told me, and oh, I don't know, the, I don't know, I really don't know. Um, the vaccine, though is supposed to be saving us all apparently i don't think did we speak about the vaccine last time i don't think so no no we didn't, we didn't no. speak about the vaccine okay that's probably do you guys are you guys getting the vaccine are you getting well, to be honest, i think we're quite low down in the list to get it i don't even think that, no you know, the unions our, are trying to fight age. for us to be up there the unions are trying to say the teachers are need to be priority literally but yes. i mean you know, the unions say a lot of things. I mean, I'm part of a union and everything, but let's just be honest, like, sometimes what the unions fight for doesn't necessarily, like, you know, it doesn't necessarily work for us, unfortunately. Yeah, so uh, given in the worst case scenario that it doesn't 
you know what they what they're fighting for doesn't come through then to be honest I don't even think we'll be getting the vaccine even this year I think we're well down on the list because of our age um and you know given the assumption that we're all fit and healthy I don't even think whether we whether there's a choice for us yet <laughs> to be it's fair true. I'm not gonna lie but so when the choice comes though would you no, there, there shouldn't be no choice it's fine like you said fit and healthy I'm gonna keep doing my runs eating the, the correct foods and staying but you're not gonna get the vaccine no I don't need I mean I might <laughs> I, I think I might um I know people are a bit skeptical and trust me I understand why but I, I I think I almost feel like you know if if it hopefully it's effective you know as they're saying mm -hmm. just for peace of mind I actually want to just go out and just I want to go to the club girl give me the vaccine <laughs> when I tell you I just want to I, just even for the, the bottom line is if we want to go on holiday we're likely to have to get this vaccine so and I'm not trying to be in London for another year or two. No, okay. I, I, Mate, I need to I had go a away. holiday book to Miami, Fontainebleau, paid for. That did not happen. And it doesn't look like it's going to happen this year as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've, I've had yeah. And I was heartbroken. So, yeah. So I think, realistically speaking, when given the choice, I'm probably going to take it for the fact that I want to have a bit more of a a bit more peace of mind when I'm out because if you don't take it you can't just I mean you still need to you should still be precautious whether you take it or not it's not like you should just go out into places that you think are you know you it's, see, that's um, the it's issue. people are getting the vaccine and thinking they can do what they like and that's why I mean yeah the older people first like the eight-year-olds because let's be real if they were giving the vaccine to the 20 and 30 year olds huh, they were, the clubs would be opening on the underground do you mean underground yeah for real. Like, what you got the vaccine yeah okay cool you, you're calm come in come in like no yeah. that's not how it works it is not how it works they said the vaccine the that you'll get a milder infection a milder disease you're not going to get the um you're not going to get the same virus like the really no, no. version of COVID. It doesn't mean that you are, yeah. and it doesn't mean that you can't pass it on. People, there needs, yeah. to be, needs to be clarity around this whole thing because there's not a lot right now. Well, that's the thing. I, and I think, you know, uh, I, anyway, my, my thing is when it comes to vaccines, you know, I know people are a bit worried about this, but when it comes to all of the other vaccines that people have taken, they haven't even, they have never questioned it um, and they've never done research about it. So I'm just hoping that, you know, it has given people a bit more of a, an insight that, you know what, in the future, when you are taking things like medication and vaccines, that you are, you know, concerned and you are reading up on what exactly it is all about. Mm. Um, and secondly, as I said, the reality of it is if we are looking to live a bit more of a normal life, we're, we're going to probably, I really think we're probably going to have to take it. If you're going on holiday, they're going to, they're going to be asking for it. That's the bottom line. Airlines have said and they so, won't. They probably will. I can see it already. Oh yeah, they probably yeah. I I I doubt that there's going to be a vaccine out there. It's just like the yellow fever. I don't know if anyone's been to a country that requires them to have a yellow fever. But um, my family's from Ghana, and mm. um, when I so now the vaccine it lasts for ten years. So um, a couple of years ago, um, when you're traveling, you actually have to have the yellow fever um certificate when you're traveling and they check it um at border control so it's just one of those things and trust me I just went to take it because oh yeah this is what I need let me just go and take it 
um, type thing. And that is probably going to be the case when we're trying to go out to go go on holiday again. So, mm -hmm. yeah. True. I just want to brunch with my friends again. Like, people need to oh, trust like, me. I understand that I've been <laughs> working from home and stuff for so long, but when I'm talking about our teachers, like, teachers have to actually spend time with kids that, yeah, we like our students and that, but. I'm not chilling with you. Um, <laughs> and you are not going out. Like we're not, we're not friends. Yeah. Um, but I see, I have to see you like seven days. Um, not seven days, five days. Imagine seven days a week. Oh, God forbid, five <laughs> days a week, and I can't even see my own family, my own friends. Like I know, it's so sad. Person. It's definitely been, a, it's definitely been a difficult time. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely not, not interested in. In not getting the vaccine, I definitely need it. So, yeah, yeah. um, we could we could talk forever. But I guess you have to break it down into different segments. To be honest with you, but yeah. are there any final thoughts as we embark into it? I think what will be our first, I think our first serious full week of remote learning. Um, because my, last week was announced on Monday, so schools were a bit all over the place. But are there any final thoughts about what we think is going to come next? Um, I think we kind of have a, a feel of what is going to come next but my whole thing is we don't know how long we are going to be like this and I think that's where the we're anticipating because obviously at first we thought it's to the 18th of January and mm. then now we've been added another four weeks slapped on like mm. yep there's another four weeks for you and then we don't know when it comes to February because they said they're going to review it over half term we don't know whether Boris is going to say, well, actually, I think you another six weeks or maybe another six months. We don't really know. So I will just say my whole thing and my whole stance is just take each day as it comes. Just go and do what you do, what we do anyway, which is give our best and just literally take it day by day mm -hmm. and kind of just be flexible I think that's the biggest thing is just being able to adapt be flexible be organized and yeah just do what you can do like honestly just do what you can do I actually can't come and die I really cannot because <laughs> the last episode, I cannot kill me it will not come I to <laughs> yes and as you say teaching in a pandemic not easy it's not easy it is not easy not everybody can do it I'm not even joking um, yeah and that's another thing it. the people on Twitter that are having like on if you're on edge of Twitter I love the success stories of all who are remote learning but please make sure you understand that some teachers are just adapting to remote learning and it's not always going to be perfect so I've been doing it for four days <laughs> this is what I'm saying like it's not perfect mm. so, like, everyone's yeah. moving at their own pace you have teachers that are like oh my gosh my online lessons are so great and this is and some teachers are like it's just not going well for me like I'm having issues so I just think as a teacher just bear in mind that we're always telling our students you know don't compare yourself to others don't worry about yourself like you're in your own type of lane and I think as teachers we need to take on that same advice because right now you know the scrutiny was on us last summer um and the scrutiny is back this year as well because they're going to be huh in the half term they're going to be like but teachers have been off for so um been off we have not been off, off. <laughs> i'm in my house i'm in 23 hour bang up about right. off. we have I'm, not this been is off getting to me now trust it's me really I'm only, there's only so much i'm pacing up and down the corridor now 
literally because I'm just like yeah I've had enough literally I sometimes have to move from room to room just so that I get a different sense of like I'm in a different space but this is not a holiday it is far from a holiday a holiday is being able to go out drink nice cocktails eat lovely food Okay. No, because <laughs> I will be having my recommendation tomorrow and fly to Dubai. Please, please, please. You know, it's too much. Yeah, it's too much. It's too much. We, we need to join all of the other teachers that moved to Dubai. Yeah, got that free accommodate. Well, accommodation paid for. That good, good weather because they live in life in um, Dubai. You know. Oh, yes, they, yeah, they are life. Yeah. Another Honestly. tip, we have to make sure that we check in with our fellow teachers as well. Mm-hmm. And just anyone that is around you that is in the edge, not only teachers, but anyone working in the education system, because obviously things affect people differently. And sometimes maybe someone could be struggling and they may be finding it really, really hard. And sometimes reaching out as well, just mm-hmm. to check in and make sure that everyone is coping and, you know. And sometimes yeah. there's things that maybe you guys may be doing that I may think um, ideas that I can maybe bounce off from you and use them in my lessons as well. So that's another thing. That's yeah, definitely. Yeah. But we do what, like, honestly, big up to all the teachers. Mm-hmm. Big us up to all of us. We're doing, uh, honestly, all the teachers out there, anyone that works, not only teachers, anyone that just works in education, we mm-hmm. well done to everybody definitely honestly um yeah any final thoughts um I guess yeah just take it day by day mm-hmm. don't be so hard on yourself if your live or online lessons don't work out do you know what the students are I mean the students are can be very forgiving they are forgiving mm. um and so they understand that it's a it's a tricky situation for everyone and do you know what just like where we we all started even say if we were in sort of face-to-face lessons um you know there's always ways that we can improve and that's the same with the online lessons so there'll always be ways that we can improve um so just look for those opportunities to improve and see it as a good thing and yeah don't be so hard on yourself um <laughs> and yeah eat well exercise um yeah yeah stay connected with people and yeah just you know the the usual stuff the usual stuff and you know stay connected with us as well as the the btc team i would say Um, we're here definitely definitely definitely, guys make sure you stay connected with us um you can find us on the socials instagram twitter facebook group is booming so remember to join that and keep up with our newsletter drop which will be coming at the end of this month um so yeah guys thank you so much for listening again remember to leave the feedback um on instagram twitter wherever you are listening be it spotify or apple Podcasts. Remember to drop us a review and a comment. So thank you so much for joining and we'll see you guys later.